The following is Encore presentation of God's Everlasting Love with Juliet. It has been specially edited for time and content. Because the episode has been pre-recorded, phone lines are not open. Take the following everyday steps to protect yourself and others. Get a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as you can. If you are not fully vaccinated, wear a mask in indoor public places. Children under the age of two should not wear a mask. If you are fully vaccinated, wear a mask in indoor public places if you are in an area of substantial or high transmission or if you have a weakened immune system. Stay six feet from others who are not part of your household. Avoid crowds and poorly ventilated spaces. Wash your hands often. Cover coughs and sneezes. Clean high-touch surfaces daily. The risk of severe COVID-19 increases as the number of medical conditions increases in a person. COVID-19 vaccination and protective measures are important, especially if you are older or have multiple or severe medical conditions. Vaccination, wearing a mask, staying six feet from others, and washing your hands often are important protective measures if you are older or have certain medical conditions. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them. And clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters and doorknobs, Every day. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1 800 CDC Info. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to God's Everlasting Love with Juliet Greystone on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Juliet, and I'd like to welcome everyone from Blog Talk Radio Studio and Archives, Podsacer, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Acast. We also feature other shows such as the Romeo Show on Tuesdays, the Josh Lifto Shows on Mondays, and Scott is also back on Wednesdays, I believe, and he's better than ever. If you want to call in to the shows, the number is 516-666-9806. And if you want to be part of the conversation, press 1 on your keypad. Today I'm going to be talking about reassuring scriptures encouragement for our troubled time and you know uh josh romeo and scott talk about the crazy news going on but we have some good news reassurance and uh christian encouragement and the scriptures to go with that as well you know ever since covid hit us our world has been in a frightening and pretty disheartening state along with what happened with you know with all the stuff going on with the election and all the other things going on and and many of you may be afraid and wondering about your your you and your family's 
safety and futures, but I just want to give everybody some scriptures and some Christian encouragement as best as I can. Like, God doesn't want us to be afraid. You know, God wants us to remember that He's in control of everything. He He sees everything that's going on. He sees all the hard times we're going through. One reassuring scripture I can give you right now is that Jesus says in John 14:1, "Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me." And in John 16:33, "These things I have spoken to you that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. This is a very powerful message, everyone, that Jesus tells us. He's telling us to believe in him and that he's got everything in his control. And it's I know it's hard to remember that, especially with all this disease stuff going on and the the money shortages and the and some other thing and just the violence and the scary things that's going on these days but i think one thing that if if jesus was directly jesus is everywhere he's always here but if he was directly here he would say to us uh to talk to him about it to pray to him about it and to not worry about tomorrow as he says in uh Matthew 25 through 34 to not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its the things of itself sufficient to the the day is the evil thereof and so you know we shouldn't worry too much about tomorrow because God already has that in his control even if it doesn't seem like God's in control he knows that we're going through hard times and stuff and he also gives us other scriptures such as peace I leave with you my peace I give you I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 4, 27. And, you know, that's, that scripture has always helped me when I've been, when I've been scared and stuff because it's telling us that he is there to give us peace whenever we want, whenever we ask him for it. We can just ask him and he'll give it to us. And, you know, that's that's amazing to me that he does that for us. And, you know, we're all surrounded by a sea of problems, you know, debt, facing possible disease and sickness for our loved ones, our children, you know, facing not being able to have our freedoms, not being able to go out and do things like we used to, you know, it's sad and it is scary. But I believe that if we think about it, God's face is shining upon us and giving us peace that transcends understanding. And even though we 
we are facing a lot of problems. We are face-to-face with God when we pray, and as long as we focus on God, we will be safe. And, you know, we uh, if we're sinking under the weight of our burdens of being scared and afraid, we can simply call out to God to to help us just like in Matthew 14:29 through verse 10 where then Peter got out of the boat walked on the water and came towards Jesus but when he saw the wind he was he was afraid and began to sink cried out lord save me that whole incident was that whole storm and the incident was a picture of the storm was a picture of things that can happen in life, bad times, disease, you know, like what we're going through right now, troubles. And the whole thing with Peter was a picture of what we should do when we are feeling afraid or like we can't go on. And it's it's amaz- it amazes me how God did so many things that helps us. We have a caller who wants to talk from Northwest Northwest America. Welcome to God's Everlasting Love. Hi. You know, when you're talking about the everlasting, the picture, you know what I think of when I, I think of the Bible quote? I think of uh, how God gave us comfort by acknowledging that if there's time of fear, he says, pray to me. If you are worried, pray to me. If you are hungry, pray to me. Talk to me. And, you know, this is incredible that you're talking about this because a lot of people need to do this today because there is a lot of things going on right now that are scaring people. And I, I think that a lot of people, I, I do too. And hearing you're actually giving the word of God and smile because knowing that you are able to put God's word out there and have a an ability to tell people, we don't need to run. Why should we run? Why should we hide? Why should we fear? We shouldn't. Fear not, for God said, you should not fear, for I am with you. And my abundant of love will always be with you. And if you believe in me, and if you pray to me, and if you believe in what I've told you, and you believe in John 3:16 that my father has given me my own his only begotten son you will have everlasting peace and harmony and, and wellness up in heaven and people need to do this this is a picture perfect thing that people need to realize yeah i agree and you know i feel like if jesus was here with the troubled ones right now he would be saying to us come to me and rest in my loving in my loving presence and that he knows that the day will bring difficulties and that we will try to think our way through those trials and you know god doesn't want us to do that he doesn't want us to worry because he's already got everything under control and we shouldn't anticipate what's ahead of us and end up forgetting that God is God is with us now and always and that and also that rehearsing our troubles results in basically 
experiencing them again and again, and we are only meant to go through them only when they happen, and we should do our best to not multiply our suffering by doing that and instead come to God and relax in His peace and let Him strengthen us and prepare us for each day and transform our fear into confident trust. And, you know, when you you say these things, you kind of have to put in context, I guess, like what's going on today. You know, supposedly this might be, I guess, what you would call the better end. Maybe. Supposedly. Allegedly. If this is the end of times, people now more than ever definitely need to put their trust in God. If God has not proven already by... I I remember you telling me this. God has dealt with the same pain we have. Everything that we feel, mm-hmm. he feels. Exactly. And to that degree, God feels the trouble that we are becoming pushed into. God already feels worry and running here. We're, we're already, God is, God sees us. He hears us. He knows us. Yeah, exactly. And I, I totally agree with you. And I'm, I'm, it's wonderful that you brought that up because some people, you know, probably, I don't know, some people may probably, I, I know I do, some people may forget that God feels all our pain and stuff and has gone through everything we could ever go through. I mean, that's one but of the not, reasons. But huh? no, that's, not just the, that's not just the beauty of it. The beauty of it is that God forever has said, says, for anyone that believes in my name, for anyone that prays to me for anyone that gets not what is that it doesn't just mean hallelujah you're a Christian. No. Baptism is a direction of going forth towards mm-hmm. obedience of God. When I say obedient, I'm not talking like, oh I'm a bad Christian. I, I have sex before marriage, I cuss, I I, you know, I do all these things. I go rob the seven. No. There, yes, you may have done all these things, but it is said that once you are baptized, your faith is sealed into, and your fate is in his hands now. And while now more than ever, we have noticed that God feels when we're, you know, you were telling us about how you stepped into that baptism and you were scared. God was scared too. God feels, like you said, the same thing. So when God sees us doing something, God feels it. And you don't realize is that a lot of people are like, well, 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 here's the magic of it all, is that God is beyond our comparison. God cannot be explained. He cannot be fathomed. He can't have an image because his image is perfection. The way that God is is perfect. He, you could look at pictures all day, coloring books, and think that is God. But no, we don't know what God is. God is perfect, so mm-hmm. we are not perfect. So when you no, say that we are. need to, no. But when you say look at the bigger picture, and and people need to go to God, 
you you kind of realize that God ever going to shut the doors on anyone. God exactly. Got perfection. God makes everybody understand this is how I feel. This is how I am. Exactly. See what I'm saying? And he even says in scripture that he will never leave us or forsake us in Hebrews thirteen five. He also says lots of other scriptures like that, such as be strong and courageous, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go in Joshua one five through nine. We should also think about this in Hebrews twelve two, he commands us or he tells us, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Instead of focusing on our troubles, we should focus on Jesus, and that might, you know, kind of help ease our anxieties and stuff. But when you mention anxiety, this is one thing that Jesus, a lot of people probably don't realize about in the Bible, is that Jesus has seen much, much more of what we have, you know, I mean, oh, like, yeah. Jesus has seen thieves, whores, liars, everything that you could think of, God and Jesus have seen. So mm-hmm. when you take comfort into God and you say, God, I'm sorry for doing this, do you really think that going hot and cold with God is going to work? No. Mm-mm. You can't go no, hot and cold with fact, God. God. God says somewhere in Revelation that he hates lukewarm, which is basically hot and cold. Oh, and when you were talking about anxiety, in fact, yes, Jesus actually did experience way worse anxiety than you know I have. Like, he had such bad anxiety that he was sweating blood. That's why he was sweating blood, because he was so just... I don't even know the words because of having to go before he went to the cross when he was praying to to his father in heaven he he was he was experiencing very such anxiety that he was he was bleeding and that's very sad but it it also reminds us that he knows what we feel when we're afraid and anxious and you know, God also doesn't want us... Uh, here's another scripture that tells us God doesn't want us to be afraid. Second Timothy one seven, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a, of a sound mind. And there's lots and lots of scriptures where time and time again, God reminds us that we aren't to be... That being afraid isn't what he wants for us. He wants us to focus on him and remember that he he understands us, he loves us, he is there to protect us and that and another thing to think about is the fact that we can also think of anything that tends to make us anxious as a growth opportunity and instead of running from those challenges, we could embrace them and be eager to gain possible blessings that God has hidden in those difficulties. 
And you never know. Sometimes God's allowing something so that he can bless us and reward us for trusting him or I'm not really sure, you know, making it through the challenge, if you will, because God is always working to grow us and make us beautiful. Just like when you have a plant and you plant that plant, you want it to grow. You water it, you let it flourish, you take care of it, and you do the same thing. And that's basically what God is doing is helping us grow in the same way as when we water our plants or feed our animals or, you know, we're God's children. We are taken care of by God. And that's it for today. Be sure to visit our website at julietgraystone.com, rightwaymedia.net, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.